Yeah, uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that all right? <laughs> no, that was almost. <laughs> see, 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 uh, Somali singing skills, yeah. Um, but yeah, we are back this week, episode 38, I believe. I'm your host, Rigus. Um, I've changed, yeah, my, Rigus. Name. <laughs> I've changed Rigus. my name to R I G S, Riggs. Um, and yeah, we're here. So last week we had some technical difficulties and we couldn't post the episode. And I'm looking for a social media person because I absolutely suck at social media. So if you want money, holla at me, please. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, we're back this week. And let me introduce the characters. Um, To my right, I have uh, Kobe, not the Bryant. Wow. That was, I I feel like that was an (laughs) underwhelming introduction. So I'm going to introduce myself. Kobe. Oh, we have Kobe here, the realist in the podcast. Self-proclaimed. I don't know. And we have Za Somali. Hello. Uh, the guy, he's here. Um, and last, but certainly, certainly, um, least. not least, least. 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 Do I see some Kobe Cody? The D is a difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the D is a difference. Yeah. Um, really uh, cool. What's up, man? I was just here, man. Just here, man. <laughs> so, yeah, we're back. Um, and well, I guess if we missed the last week's, uh, a take or whatever, um, Newsweek, if you want to call it. So we're going to bring up a topic from last week. Uh, Come on. So, But before that, I'm going to give you guys an update on my no sugar. Um, it's been going good thus far, two weeks in. Um, I only cheated once. So there's that. There's that. What do you eat? Uh, I just eat things with no sugar. So I eat um, boiled eggs in the morning. I drink four liters of water a day. And like... Like rice and It's a whole lot of bathroom breaks Yeah A whole lot of bathroom breaks <laughs> And then I eat a lot of vegetables And a lot of meat pasta. And, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah and That's about it I love meat uh, Yeah a lot of meat yeah, A lot of chicken A lot of beef Sorry to my vegans Yeah no that's why <laughs> Vegans are gonna be a little I upset eat, well, Actually I, I eat a vegan uh, sandwich Or a burger So That A&W guess, burger is kind of fire I won't lie I bought, I bought uh, like a Like a thing from um, like the store, mm. pretty good. It's only nine calories, so. Hey, protein. You, man. Uh, but yeah, so week by week update. I'm still going strong. Anybody want to join my journey? Journey. How journey? do you feel? <laughs> I feel uh, good. People are telling me I lost weight. I don't know. I never heard it from you guys though. So, um, wow, you guys wow. can tell. You're trying to wow. He's wearing baggy clothes. You <laughs> <laughs> take off my shirt if you want to. Like, I don't know. Oh, was, Okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, if you want to join my journey, uh, just hey, message me. Find me if you can find me. Um, but, but yeah, we're back um, this week. Okay, so we kind of had this argument um, last week when we were supposed to do this episode, but it didn't happen. So we're going to have the conversation now. And so Liam Neeson, um, Liam Neeson was like in the news last week for for saying some stuffs. Um, he has his new movie that I'm pretty sure is like taken but a different name on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the other ones. Now. Yeah, all, like all the other ones. He has a certain set of skills he's trying to kill people. But um, so, the, so an interview asked him, the interviewer asked him, um, tell us the time when he wanted to get revenge. And um, he said that, so this is the story. He said 40 years ago in Northern Ireland, he, uh, a female friend, he didn't say the relationship, just said friend, 
was sexually assaulted <laughs> and then he uh, I shouldn't be laughing at that um, <laughs> <laughs> sexually assaulted I'm laughing at the thing I'm about to say next is cause he's like oh who is he what color was he and then she said oh he's a black man so he said he, he got a wrench or something and he's walking around for 10 looking for a black looking for a black for a black, yeah, bastard. black bastard for like 10 him. days um, and and he's like he was just waiting for a black man to try him to so come out of a pub and just try him so he could kill him. So and he said, I went for a walk and then <laughs> I lost all my killing motivation to kill a no, black he person. Said, he said, I was doing it like, then one day I thought like, yo, what are you doing? Like, you know, he sort of stopped and he looked at himself and like, yo, what am I really doing right now? After then, a week. <laughs> after after <laughs> ten, 10 days. Ten days. <laughs> then he's like, you know what? He said he was all this rage he was holding on to was messing him up or I don't really listen to the whole interview, but basically he caught himself and he's like, hey, you know, this is wrong and then he decided not to kill any black people. <laughs> so, okay, I'm gonna give Great guy. my my opinion on it. So at first, the at the initial uh, um, time I heard it or watched the interview or whatever, um, I was like, I was like pissed. I'm like, what the hell? I like this guy taking those like one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I'm like, damn it! And then I found out there's like ten of them. And then I found and then um, I was like, yo, oh, what the hell? This guy's racist. Ah, oh, damn, he's canceled. All that stuff. And then I was listening to another podcast, and and they were the guy was saying that this is how he thought about it. He's saying, um, first of all, it was forty years ago, so I think this, I don't know if he was an actor forty years ago, but he's an actor, so he's obviously gonna interact with different people in different cultures. Second of all, it was Ireland. in Northern Ireland, so what did they really? He took he was looking for a black person for ten days, so and he didn't find one, so. It's <laughs> clearly scarce in Mother Island. In nineteen sixty, uh, yeah, in the forties. I mean, I mean, I'm forty years ago, not forty in the forties. In the forties, I mean, in the forty years ago. So <laughs> mess up twice. Wow, but I think um, it's the seventies. Yeah, seventies. Yeah, seventies. I'm pretty sure racism was still like. You know what it is? Still, it was still crazy bad then. No, it's, racism exists within people, and it's, it's something that's ongoing. But it was a lot more open. That's what I mean. Right, people didn't have to. Hide it, you know. Yeah. They feel like I don't like black people. He just says, "Yeah, I don't like black people," and mm. it wasn't. It wasn't. It's it's less. It was less of a thing than it is now. Hundred percent. But what do you guys think? I think I think like about like just him in general. Like, is he done? Is he canceled? Uh, to me, to me, he's not canceled. To be honest, I, the way I'm canceled. thinking about it is, you have forty years to change. <laughs> it's a long time. You can still be racist, but like the whole. Like the action or the the act is is not forgivable, but um, you got to give the person the benefit of the doubt that oh what I what he he knew what he said was wrong and what he did was wrong, and he was even saying oh I'm ashamed to say I'm, this. I'm gonna take it a step further, and mm-hmm. I don't even think it was racist. What? <laughs> I don't think it was racist. Why For not? me, okay, uh, I'll tell you my reasoning why I think he's not canceled. For me, I when I when I, initially I. Even for me, initially, when I first heard it, I didn't even think, oh, like, this guy's racist. I didn't think about it, because the first thing that came to my mind was, like, yo, 40 years ago, raised... And he also, in the interview, he was saying that he was raised around bigotry and all that all that oh, stuff, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's another point. That's another point that struck with me, too, because Northern Ireland, if he's raised around ignorant people, right? If he's raised in an environment where he's known, like, he's, he's just... One image of what black people are are drilled into his head, right? And then he hears a black guy raped his friend. What's the first thing that's gonna come to his mind? 
Yeah, I'll grab yeah, a ransom and look for somebody for 10 days. And I was thinking something similar to that. For him to say, you know, I was... Uh, first of all, he's not saying, I don't like black people. I want to take a black person for the sake of it. There was something that he experienced. He was, you know, angry. He was hurt or whatever. And obviously, it doesn't excuse what he did. Yeah. But he was looking for revenge. He wasn't... It wasn't he awesome. wasn't looking just to kill a black person because he hates black people. You know? That's another that may, There may be, you know some of that in the way he was he was thinking and he was going about it because for example for him to say i was just looking for a black person's destiny that means this black person sort of is a substitute for that black person and you know you know how it goes all black people look the same and i think all that is sort of the root the root cause behind it may have some racism in it but i don't think what he was doing was an act of racism for me i think what he wanted to do i think he was looking for all black people because maybe he was already like Maybe he was already like racist before that, and just hearing it was a black person just got him like, boom, like say no more, like mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill any black person I see. But on top of that, I I would not expect a white person living around all white people in that time to not be racist. <laughs> I wouldn't expect my my assumption would just be you're racist off the bat because you never probably seen a black person. Only thing you hear about black people are that only negative things probably. What happened to uh, everyone's on a level playing field? No, but that's different though. I'm, this is I'm using like this this logic. Like, there's no way you're not in some way type of racism just out of ignorance, just not knowing black people. You can use the example for anything. If you've never seen a white person in your life, and all you heard was bad things about white people, and then you see a white person, what's your assumption right off the bat? The assumption is there, but what you do about the assumption? I know. I'm I'm just saying it's understandable. It's understandable yeah, why you're right, you're right. he felt like that, right? But for me, is that he came out. For me, is the whole fact that he came out and said it, the bravery to just say it. I, mean, I, right? don't, think, I don't think it's bravery. Not bravery, just like he, like, honestly, who, if, if you're wrong, yeah. if you're wrong, why would you say it? If he, if he felt like he was still a racist, why would he say it? Because uh, this is like, there's so many underlying issues just with the whole, just about it, the whole thing. I, like, I understand the fact, that, like, that's this is my, this leads it back to, to to white privilege. Like I know you guys spoke about it in another podcast, but this is like this is like it doesn't get any more white privilege than what he did, you know. So by it going on live TV and admitting to this, this is white privilege, fam. Like without a doubt, because if a black guy came up there and said, you know what, I had intent to rape a woman or whatever, bro, he would be log off from all corn all like, Kevin Hart every angle exactly Kevin Hart, and that wasn't even like. That was like him just tweeting, like he didn't, and he didn't publicly come out with it, and he already got like destroyed. So imagine he went out on TV and said, "Yo, I'm wrong for this." People would have destroyed him, you know. Besides whatever already have already happened to him, and on top of that too, it's like if you really listen to the interview, he's his his like apology, like his his apologeticness is like towards more so revenge rather than it it is to the actual matter, which is. That was a racist, racist act, you know. But what that's, I'm trying to say? that's why I don't think it was racist because no. his intention wasn't. But it was, it, but like that's the thing though. Like, although his intention wasn't that, like it's still racist, you know what I'm saying? Nonetheless, because at the end of the day, what your intention is doesn't change the actions, you know. And even, and not only mm. that, it's like what you're saying. The fact that he's speaking about mm. it means even to him, it's something that was so far in the past that it's not who he is now, or it's not the way he thinks now. So for him to say, yeah, it's obviously it's something that's messed up. Like, why would you say that? But then it's like you gotta look at it like, okay, he did say it. Why did he say it? Because he felt like he was removed from that person that did that 
You know, that, per, that the person that, that, that went know, out because do you that? think he would have still admitted this if it wasn't for promoting his movie? No, I wouldn't have admitted it. No one would admit it. No, yeah. but, no, but what I'm saying is the only reason why he came out with this, it was for his movie. So he probably thought in his head, because that's the thing, I don't give these type of people benefit of the doubt because they're in the public eye and they have to do they're what's in accordance whatever, to the public yeah. eye. You know what I'm trying to say? So there's no benefit of the doubt to be given to these type of people because I don't know. A lot of it isn't genuine, and a lot of them can tell you it's not genuine. You know, a lot of people apologize for stuff that they actually say and felt, but it's because it's not in accordance to the audience that they're not going to stand behind it or stand on top of it. You know, minus comedians, for example. But honestly, like, and on top of that, he said there's a lot of bigotry. Bigotry just means you have a difference of opinion, with you have a like a problem with a, like difference of opinions. It doesn't mean. Like, being a bigot doesn't mean you're a racist. You know what I'm trying to say? There's a difference. That's why racist comes before the word bigot, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah. To say there's a lot of bigotry, yeah. There's a lot of problems with differences of opinions, but that doesn't mean there's a differences of, like with, with the race. That's a totally different discussion. Right. But my whole thing, uh, I'm using the wrong word, not bravery, but the fact that he said it, like, he, any any logical person knows talk, talking about race in, like, 2019, is everyone's super sensitive now. Like, because once you talk about something, everyone will find out about what you said. You know what I mean? So he knew, he definitely knew what he was doing when he said that. I think he... But he thought he was going to get a different reaction. Yeah, and that's the thing. The reason why, I don't know his, what his thought process was, but I think that he assumed that since he knows that he is so far removed from that person, that everybody else is going to assume that he's so far removed from that person. Yeah. But it's not because we don't... Like obviously, if yeah, I don't know no you, backstory to yeah. It. yeah. Like I don't know you. I don't know what you've been. Through. I don't know how much your mindset has changed. I don't know anything. So for for me as a as a as, a, as just a general consumer to hear that that person and you are the same person, you know. But even though it might be to him that it's he is so far removed from that person that it's two different people, mm-hmm. right? So I, I don't know. I still give him the benefit of the doubt. To be honest, though, I'm I'm not. It's not really benefit of the doubt. It's just logically speaking, over time. Somebody can obviously somebody can change tomorrow if mm-hmm. if they if you tell them the right thing, so the privilege is there because Cody had a great point. The yeah, yeah, the privilege is definitely, is definitely there because I think that another problem is that there wasn't enough outrage. There's never there's not outrage. There's not enough black outrage because you know if you got a white person mad there, but that's the that's the thing though, the outrage. Well, to me at least. There should be outrage at the fact that there's no outrage. Yeah. But not as much, like, for example, okay, he said that when nothing happened and he got away scot-free, basically, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that the movie got canceled, but... Did it? No, 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 no. They the didn't get canceled. Didn't, but wait, 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 wait. He did not... He, he got outraged from other white people, though. Yeah. Not very... Not no, as, yes, he did. Not as much as Kevin Hart, yeah. but he did, though. It's not like... Man, no. Kevin Hart, he was logged off the Oscars. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I understand no. that, but... That's that, the thing. But the, that's fact, the, the fact that there's that that's the mo- That doesn't get that's different timing, though. That. Different timing. No, no, no. What I'm saying is the outrage should be at that. The fact that Kevin Hart got tossed out of the Grammys, but nothing happened to him. That's where the outrage should be focused on. Yeah, yeah, As opposed to focusing on sort of the content or what he said. Because what he said is, obviously, it's something yeah. that rubs people the wrong way, but I, I personally don't think it's something outrage worthy. The fact thank that you, he can get you, away with you. it... The fact that he can get away... Yeah, no, the fact stop. that he can get away outrageous. with it is outrageous, fam, but fam. what he said, I don't... I fam, didn't even react no to it. No way, because, yo, that could have been... That could have been a, a, a Mesquite's uncle, a Mesquite's brother. Bro, either way, what he said he would do 
it's going to either change someone's life or it's going to change his own life. Either his life is going to end or a black guy who he tries to create whatever problem with is going to end up killing him and they're going to lose their freedom. He so it's a loss-loss. Right. And at the end of the day, he's a white guy. So it's obviously going to be in his favor in terms of whatever happens after the, the, the violence that he tried to initiate or whatever. So, like, bro, there's no excusing. Like, what he said automatically deserves an outrage no matter what it is because at the end of the day bro like the amount of like struggle and it's still going on now yeah. and the fact that he still wants to bring that up in the time where people are getting shot in the back 22 times like that's crazy to me the fact that he thought it was okay this is a, definitely a marketing scheme and he didn't expect the the he didn't respect the results that he was going to get yeah that, that's exactly why no, i said i think i agree, but, with, I agree but, with him but but for me for me it's like I don't think I, we were comparing him to Kevin Hart, but I don't think we should though. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. What Liam Neeson's intentions? I don't know his intentions, but what it seemed like his intentions were was like, "Yo, I'm gonna say this." He didn't think people were gonna think he was racist. Like he didn't think that Kevin Hart thing. They dragged something that he said in like 2009. Mm. Some and, and 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 he was saying direct things like "fag" and like all the other stuff. You know what I mean? Mm. That's a whole different thing, and I don't think Kevin Hart even got canceled. What mm-hmm. Kevin Hart's blessed right now? He's he's doing good. No, nah, but he no, had to he, do like thirty interviews saying he had to I'm go not apologizing, but apologizing. But, but this guy, the, Liam Neeson, apologized. Kevin Hart was unapologetic, and no one cared. But fam, no, people no, no. cared. I think I think in the long run, people people's attention spans are so small. Fam, he had to go and do. Imagine how much unnecessary interviews and clarifications and all of this. That you, fam, you don't th- being black on top of that. It's talking about gays, which is one of the biggest things going on right now. Yeah. Fam. He definitely lost out on a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. 100%, without a doubt. Especially in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just seen no, I just, I just it, seen it in him interviewing Russell Westbrook in that ice cold thing that has like a million views in like a day. That's, 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 that's his own I, own I understand that, but he's still, he, he, he's no, not. He's the, like, it's we're, not looking, we're looking at it as Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, he lost out on the Grammys. He's Gucci. Yeah. You know, but let's say that somebody else and his job was on the line, and he, he worked. No, I under, I, the fact no, the the argument isn't Kevin Hart versus Liam Neeson, mm-hmm. right? The argument is black people versus white people. Yeah, the but outrage and what happens, what happens as a result of that. But they're both talking about two different things. Kevin Hart wasn't being it's racist. In the, it's def- it's, it's in, under it's, the it's, same it's, umbrella, uh, I guess. But but Liam Neeson, hundred percent. Like for me, I don't think what he did was outrage worthy. Like you said, I don't think it was outrage worthy. How? How like, not? Like well, both of them, both of them no, were both, outrage worthy. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying I don't think it was outrage worthy. How? Did he say that? Did he? Did he say? Uh, did he say he was racist? Did, fam, he, did he? Was it open racism? Fam, dude, dude, the, it's all. It's all. Fam, it's all what you think. If Bill Cos, if Bill Cosby is actually an alleged, like he's actually, okay, uh, he's actually up Bill Cosby. But listen, what? but let me listen, finish. Let me, though, let me finish. If he's actually like guilty of what he was accused for, so if he says I'm not this. Does, it, does that change the fact of what he did and what he is? He's a sexual assaulter if he actually did what he did. Nonetheless, despite whether or not he admits it to it, that he's, he's he actually is a sexual assaulter. He's in jail right now. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand that, but we're talking but like, about a guy who had a thought. He didn't do an action. Fast, he regretted he did an action. What, what fam, was the action? He was outside for a week. You know, I understand With that. With club in his hand, I understand fam. that. He said, but did he hurt anybody? That no, doesn't change it. That I understand that. He had the intention. No, he said no, I was wrong. It was 40 years ago. That does not change it at all. The question isn't, did he do something? It's, he didn't do something. 
because he didn't get the chance. Exactly. I understand, I understand had, that. Exactly. Had he gotten the chance to... That would be a different the, conversation. But now here's the thing. The fact... His point is, the fact that he went out there with that intention and to go and kill a black person. And he followed through and, with it. Right? It just that, didn't go to in, in, in the, the way he would like it. Yeah, he, if, it, it came, if, he brought, if he was brought in front of court, he didn't do anything, right? But... It's the intention. It's what he was aiming to do. That's that's his point. And right? technically speaking, in court, you would most likely still get charged for that because that's it was premeditated, right? Mm-hmm. Like he actually went out and like sought somebody. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's all right. It's I don't uh, know. For, forget about all of that. It was something past tense, and he said he was remorseful for what he what he even what he was thinking and what he did, right? So are we saying are we are we so we're holding him him to him okay. his, him having that intention we're holding him to him to that that's what we're doing right we're not we're, we it's not an intention no, no. it was an action okay but are we holding him to an action that he did forty years ago what do you mean forty years ago I'm I'm holding to him now because he felt it was okay to admit it on TV and in 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 spite of promoting a movie that's revenge based and the only person the only person who would say that it's someone who thinks that they're abo- like they're done with that. Not They're done all. with thinking no, like that. No, 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 no. You see, that's why I said there's you're completely, issues. you're completely canceling, uh, no, canceling him no. off. You're not giving him any benefit. I'm of saying the doubt. there's underlying issues. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying these people that are in the public eye do things which aren't genuine and which aren't sincere. Okay. Because they have to. Because they have a publicist. They have a whatever but, uh, the guys that tell them what to do. But that's all speculation. That's all speculation. No, not at all. It's facts. No. It is? Yeah. So you know exactly what Liam Neeson was thinking. No, I didn't say I know what he's thinking, no, but I know how that's celebrities what, are. And that's for, what me, for me, for me, my reaction, I didn't have a reaction to it because first off, he's a celebrity. I don't give a damn what he says. Because why my question is people make a big issue. We're talking about this in another part. We we get pissed off about like what celebrities do and stuff like that, but um and the media gets all riled up and shit. And but is that a real issue? Like Within, like, black people are always like. That's, it's, a, it's a symptom. It's a symptom of a bigger issue, right? And the reason why celebrities or people in the public eye get held to Influence? a higher exactly get held to a higher standard is because it's they don't they're no longer acting for themselves. Mm-hmm. They're acting on behalf of themselves, and then on top of that, they're, they're influencing followers. others. Yeah, they have followers. So just because somebody is a celebrity doesn't mean we say oh they're just every other person. No. As an individual, yes, he's one person. Yeah. But that person's influence is has a he has a wide range of people that, that listen to him and that follow him. So for if he says, like, if he if Liam Neeson says that, and if he said that unapologetically, right, that would influence other people to do the same thing. Thank so you. So they have to okay. be held. They have to be held to a higher standard. But was it unapologetically though? No, I think if he did. Yeah. But, but the fact the fact that he has that much influence, he should be criticized. I understand the criticism, but how big it got, how big it was. Do you, do you believe it should have been as big as it got? I think, I think it got. I think it got bigger because of the because of there was there's different kind of reactions. Yeah. There was there's some people saying, oh, he deserves a medal for saying what he okay, said. Okay, no. And there's some people. <laughs> That's wild. Which is which is zooked. And there's. But if people, it was brave, then then shouldn't he does he does deserve a medal? <laughs> no. Why? I took I, t- I I took back what I said. Oh, I, I, I I was using the wrong word. Yeah. And but then, and then um. The, and there's people obviously saying yo that was the, that was some crazy and there's obviously people in the middle ground so I think it wasn't him saying it was the reaction of him of what he that said that made it bigger than it actually was yeah All right but ultimately I'm saying the <laughs> not him as being active but just the actual scenario there's a lot of um, different intricacies 
there was there was there was a sexual assault there was rage there's emotion there's racism there's mm. there's white privilege a bunch of different things that, yeah. that are all in the in the same like scenario and, and each group of people are focusing on one on one yeah. exactly like, and, like, and, and ignoring the other one yeah uh, i don't know about ignoring. i don't know about ignoring, but just there <laughs> you uh, you know what i mean they're focusing on one thing and not really focusing on the other part I'm trying to focus on other parts, but there's no real, like, <laughs> there's nothing, there's no room yeah. or rope to be given, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm trying to say? But, I don't know, ultimately, well, you know, I guess we'll just leave it at that. Um, so, basically, in the same kind of thing, um, so Gucci released that whole, <laughs> <laughs> I think we all, I, uh, blackface be- thing or whatever. And, uh, baklava? baklava. <laughs> That's what they called it? Isn't that a candy? Oh. Or a sweet? Baklava? Yeah, Turkish or yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and um, and yeah, basically Gucci was canceled. But as you as you all know, um, like niggas ain't canceling Gucci, man. Come yeah, on. no one's canceling. No, no one's canceling. Uh, like Floyd Mayweather and um, <laughs> who who else was it? There was another. Um, Giannis was wearing Floyd, it yesterday, uh, <laughs> front row at the All Star game. Yeah. So what do you, what do you guys think of this? Do you think Gucci should be canceled? Or? I think yeah. Gucci should have been canceled a long time ago. All those brands, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, all those brands yeah. should be canceled a long time ago. And it's not because, or not only because of, you know, their racism and their racist tendencies. There's so many reasons why they should be canceled mm-hmm. from, you know, overpricing their labor, how they, you know, produce their, 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 their clothing, to just their marketing. And even this, the fact that they have this whole blackface thing, controversy, that increases their sales. 100%. 100%. It's going to increase their sales. And even now, the fact that, you know, black people as a, as a whole, like, are, like, run towards Gucci stuff, like, Gucci shoes, Gucci clothing, Gucci hats, everything Gucci, because of the name, because of the brand. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure black people are not their number one, like, customers. They are. I'm pretty sure they did 100%. a study of Gucci. They're, like, one of the most consumers of Gucci. Yeah, but they're not the number even, one, even, for sure. Even if... Even if I remember seeing something. I don't know how legit it is, but I remember seeing that... Like no, but a hundred... Like, for a black person, like, the goal when you get rich is, like, I'm going to dress down in Gucci. No, but that's what I'm talking about. Because there's so many... How many rappers are... Yeah. Like, Soldier Boy has a flipping Gucci tattoo on his in his forehead. Apparently, he got to remove it, though. Or he's trying to, at least. Yeah, I don't know. All, all of these things are just symptoms of a bigger issue, and that's... Yeah. You know, black people not looking out for their interests as a whole. Okay. Right? Everyone is looking out for their individual interests. And it's funny because even wearing Gucci is, is, is a, it's a symbol of having money, you know? Mm-hmm. And everyone's focused on their image. Everyone's focused on all of these different things. And they, what, are they, what they're sacrificing is so much more. All right. I have a question for all you guys. Let's say you're a celebrity and you have a bunch of Gucci. Not even a celebrity, you're just a regular guy, but you have a bunch of Gucci stuff. Jeez. What, you throwing it out? No, you sell it. Okay, let's say you can't sell it. Why not? And let's just hypothetical, you can't sell it. But I can't sell it. Hypothetically, um, this is all hypotheticals right here. But I wouldn't buy something I can't sell. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> okay, let's just say in a world where you didn't think like you're thinking right now. Okay. So yeah, I spent $5,000 on it. Um, yeah, I'll pull a Casanova. I'm pulling a Casanova. I'm mm-hmm. pulling a Casanova. I'm waiting till the high, the till everyone you forgets know how it. People say, people say, oh, we're gonna, you know, burn this or you know, you know, you see all the time people that are burning yeah. their Nike sneakers and stuff yeah. like that. And mm. I was like, I remember seeing something. It was like, if you want to take money out of the company's pocket, then don't buy it. No, not, not even don't buy it. Sell yours. 
Mm. So you're whatever you sell is taking one sale away from like it's, it's a Gucci shirt. Yeah. Sell your Gucci shirt. That's one sale you took away from Gucci. Mm-hmm. You burning it, you're burning your own yeah. money. Yeah. You're burning your own money. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Burning it makes no sense. But even the idea of canceling Gucci, you know, sure people will do it one week, two weeks, three weeks. It never lasts. Come summertime, everyone's pulling out their Gucci shirts. H and M, H and M is still doing their thing. See, H and M, Gucci, Tommy Hilfiger, all of them. Everyone still wears those. It's not gonna like Yo, that's crazy. No one yo, remember the Tommy Hilfiger thing? No. Oh like my Tommy god. Look at that. Jordan. Real Jordan. People try to say it was fake, but yeah. how about Jordan? Mm. Like, I just say something like I don't care it's about not for, for yeah, It's not for black people, something like that. Damn. Yeah, mm. but Michael Jordan, like is invested in prisons, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy has not does not have black people's interests uh, whatsoever. It's like all this stuff is like I think it's more of like an in individual thing because mm-hmm. I think when a celebrity is saying, yo, oh, we're canceling Gucci is is kind of making sure that other people that are, I guess, people that follow them or people that, that yeah, are, are, are going to follow them in mm-hmm. that too. So when when you see other people like whatever, Floyd Mayweather, they're saying, yo, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm doing whatever I want to do, da, 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 that, that kind of defeats the purpose of what the other person is doing. Cause but hey, that's the thing though. All boycotts, all like anything that you do is done on an individual level. Like if I decide today I'm done, I'm never gonna buy Gucci ever again in my life. That's just one less sell, you know. Whether or not everybody's doing it, that's just still one less sell that Gucci has, mm. right? So if you have a hundred people or a thousand people that think the same, that's a thousand less sales. And it's not even if you have a thousand people that are thinking individually that I'm gonna make this choice to not shop here anymore, right? That's individ- each individual. And next thing you know, you have a large group of people. And the same thing goes with voting. Everyone says, oh, my vote doesn't count. You know, when it come election time, you know, why, why vote? It's not going to do nothing, right? But you have one vote. You as an individual have your vote. Let's say you give it to this person. Now that person has one more vote than they would have had before. So if each individual thinks like that, that is the how you make a difference. That's how you make change. But people think, people have a crowd mentality where nobody likes to think on their own. Nobody likes to do anything on their own. They want to see what everybody else is doing. And they'll go and do that. Right, and with that, that mentality has to change before anything else is going to change. Until that mentality changes, there's no brand that's going to respect that's going to respect us. Or these, whatever, these boycotts. Yeah. Whichever, they don't like, care about yeah. these boycotts, none of that stuff. Well, until we start thinking as individuals. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I think it's all like... It's all, it's all I, I'm calling all their bluffs, to be honest. <laughs> oh, what? Because oh, I, I know if I say I'm boycotting something... Then you know, mm. <laughs> boycotted it. Yeah. But I'm not like I, that kind of stuff doesn't. Um, mm. I don't know. I, I'm not one of the people that that like I wouldn't. I wouldn't have bought Gucci anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm boycotting Gucci too. Yeah, I'm boycotting not, Gucci. not not because it's damn expensive. My pockets can't take it. You know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand the like the like people's fantasies with with that and like. They, they they fantasize like uh, Italian like gang, like gang culture, but Italian mm. is like <laughs> super racist towards <laughs> black people. They find like but to be honest, black people, but the or I guess black culture is I don't know. They're influenced by things that don't don't support them. But if you really look at it, a lot of it's interconnected. Like for example, black people's like obsession with Scarface and The Godfather, right? For like. You know, as 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 a unit, black people have been sort of at the bottom of society, right? So, like the Godfather is to them, 
being larger than life kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. larger than life. Uh, uh, you know, a, a person in a position of power and all of these things. So it's understandable why people sort of lean towards that, right? And same thing with you know expensive clothing, name brands, all of that is sort of like, you know, thing that something that sort of can, in their head, lift them up from being bottom of society to at the top, right? Because they don't see that within themselves already, and that's one of the biggest things, right? But I don't know. Like to, to add on to your point, I think um, black people look up to people like Scarface and like they think about. Um, wealth, as in Gucci and stuff like that, because they don't have another alternative. In Am- uh, well, like I, I in America, now yeah, now like, yeah. we're getting there. Yeah. Like even, even now, I don't think we have. Yeah, like, uh, like yeah, no, the, the 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 possibility is definitely the possibility is always yeah, been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess people are more better people position are opening, now. More people are, are, are opening their eyes up to it. Yeah, it's more we're better position yeah. exactly. But like ex- especially back then, like what like what did they have? Watching movies, there's only white people on the movie. There's only white people in the movies. Yeah, and there's like a there's like a whole video on uh, like why Hollywood only cast white people. Yeah, it's for it's for it's, it's to engrave yeah. it in your mind. Like yeah. this is what success is. Like and I remember, I remember hearing once that um, in the 1920s, that's when a lot of Italians came to North America, and they were they were not considered white. Yeah, right? yeah, Italian, Scottish. Um, they were at the bottom. All the people that were that went to Ellis Island or whatever were were, were on the or, um the Jews as well. They're all mm. under that same. And then like later on, I think it was in the forties when when the Irish came. And then the Irish were not considered like white. Yeah. And then the Italians and the was it the Scottish and they were then they were upgraded to the status of exactly white, exactly right. So for a lot of people, the quote the Italian mafia sort of symbolizes being, you know, from the bottom up. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But exactly. Was, so there's a show on Netflix called um, Trigger Warning with some guy named Killer Mike. Well, he's like a rapper. But so the first, I guess, spoiler alert, but the first episode of the whole show, he's, he, um, so his grandparents are, were, were like basically middle age in times of segregation. So um, when it was blacks only, you could walk into mm-hmm. only blacks. You know the whole Green yeah. Book thing? Where you, it shows you black-owned establishments in every city. So he basically said, yo, I'm going to do that now. I'm going to go to only black-owned businesses. I'm mm-hmm. going to only, like, go to get food from black farms. I'm only going to use black transportation. And it was it was super interesting and very eye-opening. Because, first of all, there's no such thing as a black, like, there's no black person that ever made a car. So he was on a he's he went to a community center where a black youth made a bike and he's biking around Atlanta looking for um, food. So he had a show. I think it was it was for nine days or seven days or something. And he had a show in uh, super like in, in the south, like super south. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name of the city. So um, the last so basically he the first day he found a black convenience store that gets food from black farms. He found a black like he's finding black owned businesses whatever. But he couldn't find a he couldn't find a place to stay, so he slept on a park bench that he was hoping a black guy made it. <laughs> um, he there was the last day when he was in that city he couldn't he didn't eat the whole day because he went to a black owned business, and um, and the, they get their food from like a white farm. So he said there was there was only one place one place where they they, they mm-hmm. teach kids how to grow. Um, a garden or whatever and then and they make the food live in front of them so that was it took him the whole day to find that one place 
and and it was like i'm like yo that's crazy and i'm like i think if we go if we if anybody tried that here it'd be even like like way harder there's no it'd be easier here a black owned farm there are not black but there are other minorities for example yeah i know there's that yeah i understand that yeah pops owns a farm where they do all the slaughter the milton yeah yeah i know about that so there are a lot of individual like minority owned businesses in Mm -hmm. in toronto Actually, Actually, you know, Toronto lot. would be a lot easier because we're way, easier. we're way more, so? we're yeah. way more multicultural. A lot more. Yeah, it would be a lot easier. Black owned. But thinking about it, Atlanta is technically like the epicenter of black success. There's black judges. They're mm-hmm. Like they, they're basically like that's basically like uh, like the black success is, is Atlanta, mm-hmm. and he could barely find anything there. So I don't, I, I don't know. But that's for them. It's not a matter of not finding. It's not finding a source. Right, because he said he's found a lot of black restaurants, but they were still getting their food from food, white farms. Yeah. So the source it was difficult to find, you know, black people. But in times of segregation, they were they were doing all of that. Yeah. They were they were, they were uh, um, black people were sustaining themselves. Mm-hmm. So in, in like black farms, or uh, whatever. Yeah, and, everything. And, that, and one of the one of the things was that in the '60s and '50s in in, um, in the U.S. in high school you were learning things like carpentry. Carpentry, you were learning things like that. Actual he, trades. He had an episode on that too. Yeah, so you had all of those, so people could go out and do whatever yeah, they were doing themselves. Exactly. Right, they didn't have to depend on an employer. Right, so with here, or nowadays, it's like everything that you learn, you're learning theoretically. And you don't have the funds, you don't have the ability to go and do, do it yourself because all that costs money. And then if, to get that, you have to go get a job. Most, of the, most likely, the person hiring you is going to be white, or the person that hired them is going to be white. <coughs> Right, so it's a lot harder now, and that's one of the reasons why um, Malcolm X, for example, his whole movement uh, and Martin Luther King was supported literally by black families themselves putting their hands in their pockets and giving them money. Right, you had black-owned businesses that were supporting them. Right, you don't have that now. Right, that's true. Because everyone wants to go and, and they're dependent on yeah, something. get that get that hourly wage and go work for somebody. Mm-hmm. But the going back to your, the, to be honest, the show the show is amazing. I finished it in like one day. Watch it. He he went to this is the last I guess spoiler alert. But this is in the beginning of the episode. He went to like a, he took over a class for like with the grade yeah. ones. He sat down with them and he asked them all, "Oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a. I want to create a cure for cancer. I want to do this." He went to every single one of them. You're not gonna do that shit. So he said, "No, this shit. You guys are gonna. You're not gonna become president." He told some black. He's like, "You're never gonna become president." And then in the beginning, I go, "What the hell?" And then he brought like a uh, a guy that learned. Uh, he has his own business on uh, in plumbing and carpentry, everything. And he le- he learned them in a year just watching YouTube. Mm. So he made he he taught the kids how to how to how to fix a sink. So he made this the sink pieces a Lego piece, and he taught them how to do it. And then by the end, mm. he did a little test for them. And then they got like a hundred percent. So it's a great show, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's like super. Is that the guy with the cripple cola, right? Cripple cola, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cripple cola. Yeah. It, was, it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I, he's trying. So basically, he was. I guess the last thing I'm gonna talk about this show. <laughs> but he was. He was. So he, so he's talking about how Hell's Angels and all of them are self-sustaining. They 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 um they have different names like um. Their brotherhood, their community, whatever the mm-hmm. organizations mm-hmm. that are self-sustained, like they have their own products, like mm-hmm. Hell's Angel sells whatever. And mm-hmm. So he's saying, why can't the Crips do that? So he, so he tried to help them make their own coke. And mm-hmm. It's it like super interesting. I, I, I don't, I don't know if it was successful, but he's still like trying to do in the it. works of it. Yeah. yeah. 
but it was it was it, and he did like a focus group and it was crazy like the result of it was crazy you guys should watch it it's pretty it's a pretty yeah, sick show stuff watch it yeah. but um, netflix. it's on netflix yeah, yeah. i think um, as i can i can see it happening 100 percent possible but the thing about like business is when you're working for somebody you go to work you're getting money regardless you know you're getting the hourly wage you show up you're gonna go home with money but when you run your own business there's gonna be, and this happens a lot, right? They say the first within the first year, you're not gonna be making a lot of profit, yeah. or not, with no profit. Not, yeah. You get lucky if you break even, right? So for people who, you know, it takes a lot of dedication and discipline to 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 wait through, to fight through that, and get to the end of that, right? And even then, it's like it's like a, it's a process that you're gonna be tired, you're gonna be working long hours, and you're gonna be making less money. Yeah. But the result of that is financial freedom. The result of that is the ability to put people on the ability to bring people up with you adding right? to your to your own economy yeah so if, if that's your intention then you'll be able to fight through the, the hard times and and, and and get to the end but if your goal is i want to be rich and i want to make money you'll be in doing a six months you're gonna realize you i'm not making any money here like and then you're gonna be like what's the point of this right but i don't know it's definitely possible though it's definitely possible, possible yeah but i think it's like with inflation all that stuff is definitely harder but i was thinking about it i'm like yo that that kind of stuff is sad, man. Because the only I th- I guess the only place you you see that kind of self esteem is in Africa, mm-hmm. and even then it's like, how do you know? But even now, a lot of like the businesses I don't know about the rest of Africa, but in Somalia and around there, a lot of the businesses there are the, the big businesses. A lot of them have monopolies. Yeah. Right. So you have, for example, this is one company that I know in Somalia that does most of the construction. Right. So it's like. It's possible, but you have the same, or you they're they're leaning towards that, you know, polarization in terms of um, self-esteem and kind of thing. Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's definitely something that's that's a problem, or something that's that's on it's on route to being a big problem. So I guess we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I don't know. It it, it showed like how um, reliant people are on on like so many things, so yeah. many things. I was like, yo, that is that is crazy. Um, well, I guess we're going to wrap uh, the episode up here. Um, thank you for listening. Comment in the Curious Cat if you, if you have anything to say. <laughs> uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>